What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Jet Bros Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm joined by Cam and Pablo. And after a long, long offseason, we finally signed the quarterback we really needed, Fitzpatrick. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Um, yeah, th- this was a long wait. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before, you know, where where a team doesn't resign a player back until until like just before training camp. I don't think I've ever seen that before, but now I'm kind of relieved that that they resigned Fitzpatrick who who was great last season besides that Bills game. Yeah, I mean the way that I look at it is they finally got back the leader in the locker room, the guy that won them 10 games last year and uh it was a well-deserved 12 million dollars. I mean, could he have earned more? Yes, but under the Jets' circumstances, they couldn't pay him over $12 million. Um, So, I mean, I'm just happy that he's not mad about the contract and the Jets aren't mad about the contract. Like, they both feel comfortable with it, and uh, they're ready just to go out there and play football. Yeah, also, Fitz, I heard there are incentives. The contract has incentives, so he could raise to his current $12 million value yeah, I really do like the signing. Uh, I did not believe that we were going to even be considered a playoff team with Gino as our quarterback this season. The whole chemistry would be ruined between the receivers and the quarterback, and Fitz had the chemistry with Decker and Marshall. So you obviously don't want to ruin that. And, yeah, I just really love that they finally, after a long wait, we were able to snag Fitzpatrick back. Yeah, so uh, let's go on to the next question or the next point that we had to make. Um, Pablo, go ahead with it. So the Jets re-signed Muhammad Wilkerson. Well, they didn't re-sign him. They gave him an extension, five-year, $86 million. How do you guys feel about this? Uh, I thought it was very well-deserved. I mean, he's a homemade kid from New Jersey. He went to Temple. Uh, he's been a great player for the Jets. He's had no off-the-field issues. And uh, it's definitely a well-deserved contract, and I'm excited to see what Mo's got for the remainder of his time with the Jets. Yeah, uh, this really needed to happen sooner or later because he was our main defensive star for the past two years, and... He's just getting better and better, and you don't want to lose out next year on one of the best defensive ends in the NFL. Obviously, like you just said, well-deserved money. All Jeff fans agreed that we should pay the man already. I just am so happy they were able to finally have him for five more years, finally sign him for five more years. Yeah, something I liked about how the contract was set up was that it doesn't. It didn't really hurt the team. It actually helped create more cap space, and it also, it's like paying him consecutive franchise tags. So I mean, he he's going to be pretty happy about it, and he has money guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, and also if we didn't resign Wilkerson, I don't think we would have the cap to resign Fitzpatrick. So. And re-signing Wilkerson, that just helped the entire locker room. You know, it helped the front office create cap for Fitzpatrick. 
And just like I said earlier, this team's ready to go out and play some football. Um, our next point we were going to talk about was who do you think is going to have a bigger impact this year, Jason Morrow or Quincy Anunwa? Oops, uh, looks like Pablo just left. I think something's wrong with this connection, so we'll just continue on without him. Um, that leads us to our next point is who uh, do you think is going to have a bigger impact this year, Jason Morrow or Quincy Anunwa? I think uh, Quincy Anunwa because he played already a full year of Fitzpatrick. He was kind of getting hot at the end of the year. Uh, he played really, really well against the Patriots, had some great plays against the Cowboys, and he is such a good blocking receiver. Like, he could block really well, too, so that's a very good key with him. And third of all, Jets don't really run formations. Uh, Chan Gailey does not really run tight end formations. So definitely I think Quincy Anunwa is going to be touching the field much more than Jay Samara will. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. I think Quincy's going to have a huge impact for the Jets this year. I mean, I've been listening to like some uh, press conferences from the players like Brandon Marshall, Matt Forte, Eric Decker, and they always bring up Quincy um, along with themselves when they talk about the team's offense this year. So um, there's definitely a feel that Quincy's uh, proven to have like a breakout year. He, like Todd Bowles said earlier on this year, that he just he does everything, and that's what I like about him. Like you said earlier, he he blocks, uh, he can catch passes, he can, he, I mean, he can do everything. He does special teams, so he's just a great team player and. I'm excited to see what he can bring to this offense this year. Yeah, I really do like Quincy. He's a tough player. Uh, he's big. It's hard to tackle him. The only thing he could work on more is his hands. But uh, if those do go up to par, uh, he'll be even more dynamic. Yeah, I mean, and if you look at a guy like Jason Morrow, He's had some struggles with dropping the ball earlier on in his career, and he missed his entire last season. Um, so I just I feel like he can break out, but I just don't know. I mean, obviously, Brandon Marshall's going to get his touches. Eric Decker's going to get his touches. Forte's going to get his touches. And then you got Quincy, like we were just talking about. So, I mean, Amaro, I think he's going to be really big in the red zone, but I don't know if he's going to be on the field on – every single down. Yeah. Another guy I'd love to bring up is Jalen Marshall. He could play kick returner this year, also punt returner, and get some touches at wide receiver. What do you think of him, Cam? I like him a lot so far. I mean, he, he's an undrafted guy out of Ohio State, and they kind of brought him in, and everyone's talking about how he's a sponge. He just wants to learn. And I think he has a lot of potential at playing punt return and kick return for the Jets. He may get the occasional catch or so at wide receiver, but I don't think he's going to be like the biggest threat on offense. Um, I also did hear some people mention that he could be like the new Brad Smith. If you remember Brad Smith back with the Jets, he did some wildcat wild offense. Um, he like completed some passes, actually. Yeah, so, remember, the, remember the time you got that uh, kick return touchdown or was it a punt or a kick that he got his it with his shoe off i yeah i think it was a kick return i'm not i, I think it was against that. the Bengals on thanksgiving but that's all i remember yeah I remember but, he, 
He had yeah, he used to play quarterback in college. Uh huh. And I think Jalen Marshall can be like him. Yeah, I definitely think Jalen Marshall is gonna be like a guy that could come in two or three plays on offense the whole game, but when he comes in, it's gonna be like a trick play or like a really, really big play a play that's gonna get a really big gain. Just yeah. based on trickery. And that's what the Jets need. They need like a little guy that can come in there and just mix it up a little bit. Um so we'll head on to our last point, which is about the cornerback position and uh, who we think is going to start there. It's between right now, it's between Buster Screen, Marcus Williams, and D. Milliner. So, uh, Matt, who do you think is going to come out with the starting job there? Now, are you talking about the second corner or like the nickel oh, corner? Oh, yeah, the, the second corner. All right. Uh, now, opposite of Rebus. Um, that's kind of tough. Definitely, I don't think it's going to be D. Milliner. I don't think he's going to be considered as a starter but Buster Screen and Marcus Williams you can make an argument with that but in my opinion I think it's going to be Marcus Williams because he, he played more of that second corner last year while Buster Screen played a nickel corner and nickel uh, he, Buster Screen is known to be a nickel corner we signed him as a nickel corner so I think he's going to stick there Marcus Williams Played really, really well last year, and I think he's just going to get better and better, and he's going to play that second cornerback alongside the Val Revis. Um, now, I think that it's going to be more of a matchup thing. Um, Buster Screen's smaller than Marcus Williams, so I think if the second receiver opposite of the number one is smaller, then I think that we're going to put... Uh, Buster screen on him, but I think if he's like a bigger receiver, like six two maybe, then they're gonna put like Marcus Williams on him because I think he's just better against a bigger receiver. And also, I mean, I I wouldn't sleep on D Milliner yet. I don't think that he's a done product. I think that he still has some potential. It's just he's got to stay healthy. So I, I mean, it's definitely something to watch. But in my opinion, I do think Buster Screen will get the starting job. Opposite of Revis. Uh, that's actually a really good point with the uh, matchup uh, uh-huh. thing. But that's all the time we're, we're going to have for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Jets Bros podcast. Uh, football season's coming right around the corner. We can't wait. Uh, let's go Jets. Let's go Jets.